Welcome back to the PG D&D Podcast. Welcome back to PG D&D. I am your host and Dungeon Master Jefferson Beatty, joined by... Connor Patton. Oh, we are switching names I was not prepared. <laughs> First and last name. <laughs> brought it out brought of me. Out. Shalise Patton, Colossa. Tyson Child, Alondra. Same, same order. Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always at the same spot. Stuck to me, Tyson. Uh, Matt Beatty, I play Delphos. I'm Zane Caraway, and I'm going last. I play Theseus. From <laughs> <laughs> <Technically>, left field. <laughs> All right. Last week, you continued your sailing to the Isle of Crufix to determine the secret lo- location of where Atlantis is. In doing so, you came across something suspect in the ocean, what appeared to be a large braided rope that stretched for miles on end. You discussed what this could possibly be, referencing some past discoveries you had made, and concluded that it was indeed the hair of Clothis that lies near the edge of the ocean. Four of you, everyone except for Callan, opted to touch the hair and see their own destinies, each one seeing something specific to them. Afterwards, the hair disappeared, not to return again. And there was a large earthquake, which... The tidal wave rocked the boat, and several people fell into the water. Thalassa, then looking down, discovered that there was a creature beneath them, swimming up swiftly. A large monstrosity, shark-like that you had never seen before with one eye, broke the surface and ate one of the crew members, but not before Callan swam down and did some damage of his own. After biting Adelphos, more damage was done, while Alondros helped people into the boat, um, before dealing the final blow and actually killing this great beast. As it turned belly up and began to float away, you discovered that it was Clothis, potentially, who is the woman depicted in the statue holding back these mighty and ancient beasts. You also speculated as to why it was that Apto wanted to be rid of her. During this speculation discussion of possibly the end of the world, you realized that you were doing it in front of the crew, who were staring slack-jawed. After deciding you needed to be a little more private about this conversation, you entered the main quarters, shut the door, and gathered around the map table. After a long pause, it was then Adelphos that said, All right, who wants to go first? And that's where we left off. We were all sitting, or standing rather, around this table having just experienced witnessing your destinies and killing this great beast. That was slightly unexpected. Yes, I I do believe, though, that um, it gives a little insight as to what Apto is doing. As we said earlier, I think that knowing that these beasts are connected to um, this forgotten deity is no coincidence was four statues of creatures. Were there five? Do you remember? I have written down four statues. Three of four are blindfolded. Oh, oh those are just the clothes. statues oh, of Clothis. 
Um, roll me history check to see if you actually you have a photographic memory, don't you? Yes. Well, as it has, it's been longer than thirty days. It has. That's true. I'll be honest. Thank you. You're welcome. So DM's being yeah, I'll give you a little something. <laughs> Please roll a history check. To see if you remember. Okay. Ooh. Oh, baby. Is it good? What was it? 18. 18. Okay. Didn't even you roll. Uh, like... do, because of your key mind, you are able to recollect pretty easily, despite losing that image out of your brain, mm-hmm. that there were five monsters that were being bound in this statue depiction of Clothis. One of them was this Orpheus. And mm-hmm. his type. Traitor. One of them was this shark-like creature. One of them was... And this is in no particular order. Yep. One of them was a large beast with many spines and spikes. One appeared to be a large eye with many eyes on it. One was a conglomerate of, it seemed to be dozens and dozens of beasts that you don't recognize all sort of mashed together in this one mosh. Hmm. Abomination. Alright, I relayed all that information to all of them. And you can infer that these are not the only things that are being held back. Just Just examples? Just examples, or perhaps examples of the most fierce. And we we are not familiar with any of these monsters. Like we do not recognize them at all. No, absolutely not. The only ones you recognize now are the ones that we've fought. Orpheus and this shark-looking thing. And as you know, as you remember back to when you fought Orpheus's parents, (laughs) there we raised a cat. Wow, shade thrown. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I don't. I don't want to just say displacer beast because you guys don't know what it's called. Yeah, that's fine. But as you guys, as you guys fought those beasts in the Satessan woods, in the Nylia woods, you do remember that there were more than one. So this also could mean that there's more than one. It's a species of monster being held back. Yeah, it's not necessarily legendary monsters. Correct. Makes sense. Yep. Well, and obviously they were there long enough to have a kitten. Yeah. So. And I think you did say the lights. Before, so when we when she looked down, she saw multiple lights. Yeah, we just fought one. Yep. So it's the bravest one and the most stupid one. Well, that's two of the five that we've identified, <clears throat> and I'm sure that there's more. Yes, I would. I would have to agree. Let's just hope we don't have to fight any of them for a while. Feel a little guilty talking about all of that in front of the crew. It's a little misstep on our part. Maybe we. Better make it up to them somehow. I think after tonight could have set some of them on edge. Yes. Also, I do feel guilty about pushing you, Theseus, towards the boat instead of saving that crew member. Mm. You could have fared for yourself a little bit better, and that was a lapse in my judgment at the time. We all have to think on our feet, you know. It happens. Um, any ideas of what to do next and what did happen when you all decided to touch that? Well, at least when I touched it, it showed me, I assume, my fate or something that'll happen. 
definitely wasn't something that has. So. How about you guys? Was it a positive experience? I don't think so. It was much like a dream, a bad dream, probably more of a nightmare. I was, I was my back falling down. Uh, above me was a stone bridge. Um, as I drifted further and further away, everything was dark. And then, and then Adelphos tears up when saying this. I saw myself in front of my mother. Again, I, I don't know where. That's it. That's what I saw. It does make me a little uncomfortable. I don't necessarily... Uh, what... Uh, how do I word this? Is Clothis the judges of our fate? Or is that something mm -hmm. that's actually in our control? That's the part that makes me nervous about it. Absolutely. I think we're destined for whatever for whatever is going to be dealt to us, but maybe we can have a chance to sway our hand. Does that mean we have no choice? I mean, if it was shown to us. Well, I would like to believe that the the future is not written, and what she showed us was merely something that could be, not something that is. And we have the ability to write our own destinies and write our own fate. But these are things that a, a god desires us to know, and so it goes to be as something that's quite important. Or so we cannot take them lightly. Or something that she wants us to do to further her cause. So you guys I think, saw visions as well, then? Yes. 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 You don't need to share them. I just thought that we're catching Callan up, so I just, I just share mine, but... I appreciate you sharing, Delphos. I can only imagine how much it is to process for all of you. I mean, I have no reason to not share my information that I've received, and maybe you all can see what you think it means. I mean, more heads make light easier, right? Unless make work lighter. Unless it's a hydra. Yeah. <laughs> that was an awesome joke. Very situational. You, you get the you get inspiration. <laughs> that was great. I have that a was pen. perfect. You have a pencil. pencil. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, yes, I, I do believe hydras are yes, um, but I I believe that all of us could make sense of of this chaos I would this love is to this is like so hard to get back into i'm sorry i would love to hear your explanation because i feel more confused now than when we left yes um well like adelpho said it was more than a dream it was as if i was there living it in in person and i saw myself in a room of darkness with just a single stone archway in front of me and through this archway was just a never-ending staircase leading downwards um, and I paused for a moment and then I entered the staircase and began leading myself down and that was my entire vision. I have no means of making sense of it but I figure it's 
there's no harm in, in sharing with with you all. So both of yours were darkness? It appears to be, yes. Was yours darkness as well, Theseus? N- no. Um, first, I, it, it was it was like you, Alondros, and Adelphos. It was like yours. It was like I was there. I was... It was, it was all of us standing in front of... Uh, it, was, yeah, it was like a dream, and we were all standing in front of this large beast. It was absolutely... It was, it was massive. It was, it was terrifying, to be honest. And then I was somewhere else. I was standing in front of... I was standing in front of my father. He was kneeling on the ground. His sword was next to him, broken. And I was standing in front of him, alone. That was it. Mine was slightly different. Mine, again, like you all have said, mine was so real it felt like I was there. But I was clearly under the water where I feel at peace in this beautiful throne room. Gorgeous. Everything looked very expensive and beautiful and bright. And sitting upon the thrones were my father and mother. And that's all I really saw. Do you come from a royal family? Not that I know of. My father was a trader. Traded items to different ships and things. He never told us much about what he actually did. He never talked at work as to keep that life separate. It's interesting, though, that out of the the ones who who saw, yours appears to be happy. happy. And that, that is something that you should be glad in. It honestly kind of scares me. Perhaps this is the whole reason people are coming for me. Yes, that, that would make sense. I wish I knew more about why the overseers and whoever hired them to take you. I wish I could have gotten more information. And you're sure you don't know anything? I don't know anything, other than they wanted you alive. I don't know if I can believe you fully, but we can continue to try. Callan, I do have a few questions on this matter. Does this order... Do they have much information on the tasks that they are given, or is it usually very brief, <clears throat> even for those higher up? Care, the leader of the overseers, more than likely knows why they want the Lhasa. There was possibly a stipulation from whoever hired him that they didn't want information being spread around. After hearing um, Baxter's last words and saying that care could be found in Olantis, and that's where the answers lied, leads me to believe that either care or whoever hired the overseers didn't want news being spread around that possibly Olantis has been found. If Baxor's to even be believed in his last words. Again, it appears that we need to find Olantis. 
to fully know answers of of Thalassa and your your history. For what it's worth, Thalassa, I'm I'm very sorry, and I know that my words probably mean very little to you, and it's only going to be by my actions that I may ever gain your trust again, or gain your trust in the first place. I just want you to be aware that I am sensitive to what you may be going through, and I won't try and push it. We are in agreement on the trust issue. But like I said, I am willing to try, knowing that you have fought who you have fought, to help me regain trust in you. It's fair enough. Theseus, I have a clarification. Did we kill the beast in your vision, or did we just see it? We were, we were just standing in front of it. Interesting. Did it seem as though this beast could have been slain? As I kind of say in hope. I don't know who is strong enough to kill that beast. It was truly terrifying. I guess we press forward? I don't, I don't, I feel a bit lost. Yes, I, I feel the same. Um, I'm going to look to... <clears throat> No, what's her, what's her face? The the captain. Idorna. Yep. Is Idorna. she in there with you? Oh yeah. Is she we're, not? I, I don't think. so. I feel like we would have had this conversation. Probably. Oh, was it? Yeah. Just I us? think we were oh, talking okay. in front of all the crew, and then we were like, "Let's make this right." Because right. right. oh, I know them she out. follows you around to have a lot of conversations, but I think she understood that this one, this needs, one to be... needs to be completely okay. different, right? Because they just saw. Yeah. But I I do think that it is important for the crew to know information, know what's going on, but. It definitely needs to be delivered in the right way. And there are things that they don't necessarily need to know. And we will have to fix our mistakes here shortly. Do you have a spell? <laughs> it would be easy if we could just, like... The forget-me-stick. Wipe the memories. That feels wrong. Um, that yeah. feels wrong. Maybe if I had Maybe we to... sell it as them... Theater of the Mind! I mean, having... Maybe we sell it as them being well-known and being part of some myth or legend or... I don't know. Just sell it instead of trying to to downplay it it and hide it. Cover it with booze, basically. Yes, Yes, that doesn't ever work. I think it would be good to express to them that this... The fact that we want to talk in front of them shows trust, and we believe that they should know what path they're going on and what things they're facing and in the end they will, as you say, become legend. And I think most of the crew will hopefully take that fairly well as we are offering much more than gold can buy. Absolutely. I think once they once they realize the importance of our of our mission and goal, I believe that it will incentivize them to continue on no matter how hard it is. That or they'll abandon us and we'll hire a new one. Yeah. Yes. Preferably the first option, but... Yes, I don't know where we'd get a crew. Jump off the boat and swim home? I don't think so. It's hard to remember all the names. It's Kyle and Kevin and Curtis and... (laughs) Lots of Ks. Lots of Ks. Too many Ks. Yeah, Hubert, Lubert, and Dubert. How are they? 
You have no idea. But we should <laughs> check on them. All you know is that three three of your crew have died. So, oh no, <laughs> it's them. It's only them. Well, that lady is free now. Well, let's send three folded, three folded sailor flags. Only. Is it close to nighttime, or is it? Evening. Yeah, three. I would say it's getting to be evening. The sun is okay. beginning to set. I can't remember where we. Yeah, I, th- I think. remembers. Yeah, I'm sure you yes. remember. Yes, it is. It is about nighttime. Okay. The sun is beginning to set. Okay. Yes. Is there anything else that anyone would like to discuss at this time, or are our consciences clear? Mine's getting clear. Clearer. I believe that is good. What's our plan of action in the morning? We continue onward to find Crufix's island. And then from there, hopefully Crufix's we will find tree. the Atlantis. Yeah. Right? And there we save the world. Do we not have to be lost to find the That's tree? the Isle of the Skies. Yeah. That's oh, the Isle of the Skies. Yes. So are you guys addressing the crew tonight or tomorrow? Let's do it tonight. We should do it tonight. Okay. As you exit the quarters you can get a very different feel for what the crew is. And I'll need somebody to roll me a d20. What is it? Five. It's a five. five. Okay. One person to roll an insight check. Fourteen. Um, you're pretty good at reading people, reading crowds. You always have been. You're very observant in that way. Um, the feeling of the ship overall, of the crew, is much different than it has been in previous days. Even more, di- even different than after that first battle. Um, after that first battle, there was sort of this like somber yet, you know, peaceful sense of like victory. Um, but like this, the feeling of this is almost disdain, um, almost dread. dread, but almost like, almost like borderline mutiny, loss of hope. Yeah. Suicide mission. Correct. All, is All of the above. <clears throat> like, as you exit the, the crew, as you ex- exit the quarters, you see crew members that are going about the ship and getting things ready for nighttime sailing, are shooting you side glances, you know, sort of saying things under their breath, whispering to each other, things of that nature. As we're coming out of the doors together, I would just kind of lean into everyone. This is not going to be easy. <laughs> Does anyone mind if I talk to them? Oh, I was going to actually suggest that you be the one to do it. Okay. I can agree on that one. I'll kind of go and stand on, like, the top of the the deck. Mm-hmm. What's the that called? Rear the castle. Rear castle. Yep. Clear my throat and... Excuse me, crew. As I kind of shout to everyone. A lot of the crew stop what they're doing and sort of turn in your direction. Others come up from the hold from below where cargo and they sleep and things like that. And there are a few crew members up there with Iodorna as they sail. So everything kind of hushes down and you have their attention. Okay. Um, I believe that it is time for us to, to talk about what happened earlier. As you may not know, This mission is one of much importance. And whether you knew that before or you know it now, I'm telling you that it is. And for some of you, that might not be 
what you signed up for. But for others, this could be the opportunity of a lifetime. And we have discussed both openly and, and privately many of the things that have gone on today. And we believe that you as a crew have the right to, to know what we are here for. And we don't want to withhold anything from you. We want this to be a very mutual adventure because you are risking your lives just as much as we are. You hear somebody pipe up, one of the crew members. <clears throat> well, if that was so, then why isn't any one of you five the ones dying on these, on these waters? If you don't remember, sir, two of us almost died in this battle. It was by mere chance that we survived. Three of us fell in the water. We are risking our lives more than most of you. It is only by chance that you have had your life in the grasp of almost being taken. We have been putting our bodies and souls in front of the hands that have been trying to take yours. And we believe that if this mission succeeds, that not only we, but this ship, including this crew, will be spoken about for centuries to come. Your deeds now may be written in the stars. And although saving the world is not an easy task, we hired you all specifically because you have what it takes to do it. And if there are any opposed, we would like, we would gladly talk to you and send you on a sailboat home. But for those of you who have the desire to become heroes, we would like to have you stay with us. And there will be a lot of gold, too. Hello! <laughs> Get an inspiration for that speech, Tyson, because that was actually awesome. That was awesome. That was a really speech. awesome speech. That was very good for being impromptu. I was giving you silent snaps. And silent <laughs> um, I saw it. I was like, roll okay. a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. Because of what you said. Two advantages. No, I'm just, just kidding. Just one. <laughs> That's a pretty good roll. 30. 30? No. Holy crap. I rolled a 19 plus 11. Oh my gosh. So one lower than the best you could roll. Holy cow. 30. So, you see, that is the first 30 I've ever rolled in my entire D&D experience. That's That's incredible. That's amazing. Wow. The crew is silenced by your words. And as you use prestidigitation to make your voice boom louder, it seems to carry over the waves itself and seems to echo up into the next sky, which is beginning to appear as the sun goes down. And the words hang with resonance in the air. And you see from behind you, Iadorna steps up behind you and she says, I will stay. And one by one, you see others step forward or stand up or turn and address and say, I will stay. I will stay. I will stay until multiple people are staying at the same time, until the entire crew has said, I will stay. That was awesome. That was great. That was great. Go on, And so you, yeah, the crew is now, you don't, you won't have to throw them a party or anything. They're pretty well 
on your side now. Don't have to throw anybody off shit. (laughs) Um, There was, just to give you, maybe we'll save it for behind the screen, but, um, and you see the, the mood absolutely changes. What was once a distasteful, grudging mood is now filled with people with a purpose. You see now the crew works even a little harder and quicker at their jobs, making the ship ready for night sailing. You see um, Hyksis have his charts and maps ready to guide the ship and steer the ship at night to make sure you're staying on on course in this sort of north but mostly westerly direction in hopes that you'll find Crew Fix's island. You know, you hear some of the sailors talking amongst these sails, like, uh, amongst themselves, are you excited to see this island? Like, what of it? Like, we're excited. We've only heard stories of it in, in, in an air of belief rather than we'll never find this. This is false. This is a legend to, oh my God, I can't wait to see it. This will be so exciting. Things like that. So the Valiant and its crew is now. Kellen wipes a little tear from his eye <laughs> before anybody can see and goes up to Alondros. That was beautiful. And I don't know if you believed a word of it. But it certainly changed the tides for us in this adventure that we're on. So, thank you, friend. Thank you. As I kind of grab him by the shoulder, and I'll, I'll kind of lean in and I'll say, and as far as believing now, that's up to the gods to know. <laughs> <laughs> Just chuckle a bit. <laughs> I want to keep my eye on Theseus. Keep, oh, my, really? keep your eye on me. <laughs> yep. Make sure you go. I just, be no, I just want to. <laughs> it's a titty chat. Yeah, I want to find a time when I would be able to kind of catch him alone, whether he's going down to the quarters or he's just off by himself. Yeah. I'll say it is now nighttime. Um, do any of you, do any of you three specifically, Thalassa, Adolphus, and Alondris, want to do anything specific before you go to bed before we jump to this conversation? <clears throat> Work on my horn. Love it. Mm, so nice. where where are you at when you do that? Sitting on a barrel up on top of the ship, or like on okay. the main uh, yeah. floor. Yep. And, and so as as the sun sets okay. and people begin to go to sleep, and the night watch begins to to emerge, um, just to make sure the ship is is well during the night, you watch the sun dip beneath the western horizon in the direction that you're headed, Adelphos. As you begin to carefully carve your horn, the last couple days you've been mainly practicing on wood. But now you are beginning to take strokes into your horn. So please roll me a d20 straight. Uh, add your dexterity, actually. And I only say that because you're not proficient in in uh, carpenter's tools yet. 13. So as you begin to use some of these small tools that Philippos gave you and taught you how to sharpen and how to take care of, you begin on the larger end of the horn, the one that will be a little more forgiving if you make a mistake, and you begin to slowly hollow out that end. You work on it for probably an hour or two, and you're able to carve out maybe a half inch or an inch into the horn itself, leaving that horn wall still intact to create the hollow space. I'm going to write my book. Roll me a calligraphy check. Perfect. I don't even know what that was. Would that be dex? I didn't realize what I was doing. Dex plus proficiency? Yeah, because you're using your hands to draw something. Or, actually, I think it'd be more like wisdom. Wisdom? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, my... It'd be more like wisdom, because it'd be how... Yeah. Everything. Correct. 
Yep. Uh, twelve. Yeah. Uh, you begin work on your book. It. You're trying to think of like a hook that will hook people into the story and things like that. Because I'm assuming you're making it less about just a, a tale of events that happen and more of more us, enthralling. Uh, more enthralling. Yeah. It, that would sound like a fiction, but it's not. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Um, you're able to get maybe the first page done. You know, just trying to decide whatever that hook is and and what will get people reading. While Hixus mm-hmm. was getting the maps out and everything, I would be over there pestering him. What's this? What's this? And with every time, he says with a sigh, that is the Dakra Isles. That is the northern coast of Akros. That, we were just there. You just pointed that to that. That is, that is Melitus. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you see... He, you can tell that he enjoys having a pupil to share his knowledge with, but he is not used to being a teacher, so it's kind of annoying. Okay. And then with that, where are you ending up, DCS? I would say I'm on the the, the top of the sh- on the like the the main deck, uh-huh. climbing a rope. Awesome, like up the mast. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Climb, so climbing up the mast. You're. I will say that there are ropes hanging down from the mast mm-hmm. um, in order to pull the mast to pull the sails up to pull them down things like that and you are using the rope and essentially you are climbing up the mast using your arms Mm -hmm. only and then you have one where you're putting your feet up against the mast as you climb up and as you go up you just let yourself down slowly of course you would take a break and then do it again right it'd be a regiment i mean it'd be like uh like a a well-rounded you know like i'd be able to do multiple stuff but at that very moment yeah i'd probably be doing something all right so this is my negative one snide strength I'll, I'll say that you wait at the base oh of the I would absolutely wait it's sort of unless I can use my acrobatics but I and sort of I think I would I don't correct me if I'm wrong but you're sort of just like sitting there like watching him go up and down like once up down once twice or this while you're watching down Three times up, down, like waiting for him to notice you yeah, or something. Pretty much. Theseus, like, uh, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> you know what? I want to try and actually catch him when he's up towards the top. When he comes down one time, I want to try and climb up with him. I'm doing pull-ups. I sit there and watch I'm him. Doing pull ups on the. I'm doing pull ups. You know, that's why I stay up there instead the of coming back down. Yeah, I'm up okay. on the top mask, you know, like on the sail. Yeah, doing some right. pull-ups. Um, Theseus, roll me a strength saving throw. You've been doing this for quite some time. This will determine, you're not going to fall, but this will determine how long you can hang on and be up there. I will give you acrobatics. Yes, thank you. Um, to climb up this mask. That's fair. DM. Oh. Nerdy 20, baby. Okay. You're able, you are in full armor, and you are able to oh, easily, yeah. <laughs> easily pull yourself up on this top mask bar. What'd you roll? 11. You, the mast is about 30 feet tall. Okay. you're 40. You are able to make it to the top, but your grip is slacking. You are, you are spent. Like you will be able to spend maybe a minute up here. Can I sit on top of it? You can't have to roll another dexterity saving throw to be able to stay up and not fall down because the ship is moving, wind is blowing, things like that. Uh, Delphos? Um, am I seeing them do this? Oh. You can see, yeah. I'd say you can see this. Roll a perception check, actually. Eleven. Yeah, you, you can see it. 
I want to go over and try and race them to the top on the next one. <laughs> I'm staying up there. Yeah. Uh, They're setting up a conversation between these two. Ah, uh, so. never mind. Yeah. 25. 25. Yeah. So Dang. when you get up, you're about to roll the 19. You're like about to fall and your arms are weak and then you just pull yourself up and are able to straddle this um, top. You were able to straddle this top mast bar that goes horizontally across and are able to, to be up there pretty well. It's pretty refreshing. The wind is passing, feels more swiftly up here than it does down on the ship, closer to the water. Um, and you feel like you are that much closer to Nixon. It, it's more pretty up here. You can see a lot further, a lot more. And then you look over and you just see Theseus. 13. 100. 14. 100. 15. <laughs> Helen starts saying. <laughs> Do you have a moment to chat? Well, I'm slightly busy at this moment, but I could, sp- I could spare a minute. And I let him finish mm-hmm. his set. Do you guys stay up there to talk, or do you go ahead and get down? I kind of want to stay up here. Yes, absolutely. Roll me a dexterity uh, or strength saving throw. Is it? Are we gonna like? Are we like staying up on like uh, like? I'm imagining like our ship, and then there's like one row, and then the second row of like things going out holding the sail up. I'm imagining we're like. Like a, like a wooden beam. Like I'm sitting on, okay. if the mast is, you know, in the middle, you're sitting on this side, I'm sitting on that side. Correct. So we and the cells are billowing out the opposite direction. Exactly. Correct. We're looking yes. back towards the back of the ship. Right. Uh, you're able to stay up there. And now both of you are alone. Sorry. Now that I've caught my breath. What are you doing so high up here? Uh, I figured this was... Honestly, I wasn't going to climb up here. But I figured this is the best place to have a... Quieter conversation. I see. I assumed it wasn't to get jacked. No, absolutely not. I'll, <laughs> I'll save that for you and Adelphos. <laughs> um, you're someone that I feel I can talk to about certain things with, without having to filter myself and or rein in my thoughts and feelings. Between you and I, I'm... Curious if you're open to talking. Where do you stand with your god after everything that's gone down? I think you and I have the same question. You are correct in that presumption. I feel like you're as lost as I am, and it got me thinking. I'll, I'll give you my proposition. And you tell me what you think. Proposition. Yes, some a way that we could possibly, quote, remain in favor of our gods, at the same time, possibly deceive them. I don't. I don't know. It's a. It's probably a long shot. Deceive them how? Do you remember that key you told us about, and all of the armor that Motus was willing to give you? I do. What if we got it? And again, I don't know where you stand with your god, or what your feelings and thoughts are with the gods. But personally, I'm kind of tired of being a plaything for them. This definitely perks Theseus' interest. He perks up a little. 
what if I can stay in the favor of my God by doing this proposition? Because he's all about sowing chaos. What if we get the armor? You play along with Motus for the time being. And then we just find a way to destroy them. Just, just destroy who? The pieces of gear. Oh. I see. Find them. Use them. And or find them and destroy them <clears throat> to prove a point to the gods that we're not just going to be there. Playthings. What is that going to prove? I don't know. He realized we're insignificant to them. So what if Callan decides not to worship Phanax? Who cares if Theseus doesn't worship Mojus anymore? What is that going to do to them? Nothing. But it could be the beginnings of a way to get back at them. Get back at them. Like Mojus has some attachment to me. Like your god has an attachment to you. Like they care. Like they care if we worship them or not. This isn't a friendship. They don't care about us. But doesn't that make you angry? Doesn't that make you want to strike back? Even though it may be insignificant. I can't say that it doesn't. And who knows if it even has a point. Who knows if any of this matters. Or if... Anything we do matters in the end. If it's all just faith, then what's the point? That's a good question. It's a very good question. I don't know. Just a thought that I was having. I'm just feeling, and it sounds ironic to say, deceived. I felt like my whole life was revolved around proving to this god that I am something. And now that I've had a change of heart and can see the error in the ways that I used to be, I don't know. Just think on it. I don't know who else I can talk to about this. You're the only one that I feel <clears throat> might understand the disdain for the gods. I do. I do understand, Cal. I thank you for coming to me with this. I, I feel that both of us, as you said, lost. Maybe in this way we're kindred spirits. I, I I agree with your words, and all I can add on to them is I think if we really want if we really want to make waves, if we really want to stick it to them. To show them that we don't need them. We'll need a much bigger play. So the question is, how big of a play are we willing to make? Kellen just sits there and thinks for a minute, not really knowing the answer. I don't know. I feel I've given up my entire life to this point. To them. It was a big enough wave. And depending on the outcomes, in this moment, I'd be open to a lot. I appreciate you, Theseus. I appreciate you, Callan. Thank you. Don't slip and fall off. And I kind of just 
like hop down. As you sort of slow ride the rope down, you see Adelphos is waiting down there, and he says, "Race up there." Yeah, this is at the top. Callan got got there. Oh, you asked me that. Yeah. Absolutely not. I don't want to race sorry, you. Up there. Just, I, sorry, I see a shadow. I know. I, I climb up there cool. once and I just am looking jacked. Yeah. I'm... <sighs> what do you, what I, do you. I would eventually. I mean, I would come back yeah, down. Yeah. I, I would probably. I would sit up there. I would I would ponder on Callan's words for for a few minutes or so. Catch my breath. Mm-hmm. Probably get, get back to it. Okay. You climb back down and Adelphos mm-hmm. is there. Kind of. Chatting up with Luke mm-hmm. Callan a little bit. What do you guys make of all this going on this adventure? I don't really know how to answer that question. Is what is your question exactly? Or why are we here? No. More of a what's your take on it? Because I think sometimes, based on all the encounters we've had, I've had a deep thought in the back of my mind that we're not going to be her saviors. We're going to be her offerings. Don't be careful. You don't trust Clovis, then? It's just... All this is just brand new to me. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, six months ago, I was in the, in the Coliseum. Six months later, I just did not think how I'd spend next little bit of my life, I suppose. I'd say, well, at least one thing that they taught in the arena was you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Well, you definitely took Gore's horn. <laughs> I guess we'll have to start calling him Gore the Hornless. Or Stumpy. Or Stumpy. You despise <laughs> either of those names. <laughs> <laughs> All the more reason. Adelphos, you present a very calm and relaxed feeling about all of this when it's very new and sometimes I forget how new all of this is for you. But I've honestly never experienced anything like this in my entire existence. So, you're not alone. I'll say there's just so many things that have been unexpected. I just don't know based on all of these unexpected things. I just don't know what to expect next. And I don't trust it. That's very wise words, honestly. Well said. Because I have been more afraid out here than I have spent all 21 years in that arena. I want to just tap Theseus on the shoulder and say, you want to head to bed. And you do. You you go down and you find your bed, um, which leaves Adelphos and Athesius kind of there alone on the deck of the ship. Mm-hmm. I saw that the safe. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It leaves you on the ship, mm-hmm. Athesius. I know that I spent much of the um, first little time of us meeting trying to get you, trying to persuade you into reconciling with your father, but I mean... Looking back, it's not my business, and that man has done stuff to you that I don't understand, and I get it. Um, 
I just, I don't know. I can't make, of course you know, I can't make or start conversations well. I mean, <laughs> that's it. I sure do like to watch you try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure that they made, if they made a play that was somehow, like, funny, then we can include that in it. But I guess we might have to wait a while for something like that, but. I'm about to say, is Orpheus up here? Probably, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> I'm about to say, you have reached down, give him a little scratch, just like you have uh, another family member, and then you have us. And then we'll all need each other. <clears throat> Based on what we've seen out here, I'm sure as heck gonna, gonna need you. I'm scared. Why are you scared? I don't know. Sense of ever since that um my vision I've been on edge. I, I guess I'm just afraid that my story will end before it really begins. I just want to rest. I I've been working all my life. Um what I hear, Delphos. Is that you want peace? Never had it. Nor I. No. Lately I've been thinking. Is peace a lie? Does it exist? Or is it just fabricated? Am I worthy of it? Are you? Is anyone? That's a question I can't answer, but it's also, I want one thing that I've never had, but all you have. I just want a family. You have one. With us. Thanks, Theseus. I need that. Through our differences and stuff, I, mean, I felt like we would have been even better friends growing up. And as you two sit in this idea, this philosophy of where peace could be. You watch as the stars and beautiful cosmos of the Nyx sky, ever-changing in color and twinkling lights, makes for a beautiful backdrop. And then as everybody go to bed, Theseus, would you care to roll your d4? Absolutely. So Theseus, so you rolled a one on your d4. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you try to sleep below decks with Orpheus there with you, it is a restless sleep, much like the two nights before. And as you dream, you see, as you dream, you, ha- you recall the fight that you had with Proteus in the streets of Melitus. Particularly when you hit him with the lightning javelin. And seeing his burned and scarred neck and the side of his face down onto his shoulder. And the look of shock on his eyes. And then it cuts to as you're sailing away, this deepening, sad look in Proteus' eyes. As you leave without saying a proper goodbye to your own father. You wake up. You benefit from a short rest. You can regain any hit points that you lost. Adelphos, check your paper. Because you lost a lot of hit points in that fight with the with the 30. shark thing. Yeah, you lost a lot from one bite. 
Um, so you're, everyone's out full HP. Yes. Spell slots are back, which includes the ones that you lost, the Lhasa. Mm-hmm. And it's a new day. And this day of sailing, actually, somebody roll me a D. Somebody roll me a D4. Do it. I thought you know. Yeah, it's a one. Okay. So, is that good or bad? That is completely indeterminate. The day is is much like many others that you spent at sea. Nothing on the horizons. No sign of land. Not much of any storms, any rough waves, anything. It's pretty smooth sailing. And then about midday, you hear a call from the front of the ship. Land ho! Land ho! And as you guys go to the main deck and go to the front of the ship, um, you do see, not directly in front of you, but to the right a little bit, so a little bit north of where you're heading, um, a small speck on the horizon that appears to be some sort of island. It's moving. It is not moving. If anything, it's getting a little closer. Somebody roll me a perception check. The Lhasa, <laughs> roll perception check. what do you see with your trident eyes? Ooh, <laughs> not much. That was an awesome reference. Yeah. Still a 20. What? No. Or no. You don't add your passive. Yeah, you're right, sorry. Plus 16. Plus 16. Eight. No. Ten. Yeah, um, there's, you can't make many, um, can't make many details from it, but you can tell it does appear to be an island. You've sailed enough on the seas to know what an island looks like from the distance. This looks like an island. Well, it's definitely an island. I can't make much more out of it. Well, do we want to stop and stock up on rations while we can? I think we should at least try to repair the boat as well. Mm-hmm. We can set the crew at work. Go find trees to chop down. Let's go have a little vacation. <laughs> Tropical getaway. So you give the command to Iodorna, and the ship then begins to <clears throat> turn its direction and sail towards this island. As the island gets closer and closer, you feel the ship begin to pick up speed. It is strange, though, because instead of picking up speed in a straight direction where the ship is heading, it appears that the ship is moving sideways at a faster pace. Everybody else notice that it feels like we're going sideways more than we're going forward? Yeah, it's kind of giving me... I'm keeping kind of nauseous here. Vertigo. Yeah. Can we roll, like, an investigation? Absolutely, yep. Investigation. Someone else Dude. investigate this. For oh, this I'll do this one. <laughs> okay, Matt. Yeah, Matt can do it. Plus one. It's better than plus two. <laughs> oh, Sorry, must be one. Adelphos. Adelphos. Yeah. Adelphos. As they say this, you kind of walk around the ship to kind of see what's going on, and then what catches your your attention is a sound. A sound of rushing water. Mm. The sound of a waterfall. And as you look to the side of your ship, you see that it is moving faster and faster to what appears to be an edge. Um, 
I'd definitely be really sad. Like, uh, guys, we're sailing off the edge of the world. And you say that, and some of the crew rush to the edge of the ship to see if, in fact, it is what you say it is. And you are probably now less than half a mile away from the edge. And you are picking up speed. You are now picking up so much speed that you're not really going forward anymore as much as you are literally just moving sideways. Theseus breaks up the, the group of crew members over by the side. Um, everyone, man your station. Prepare to land at the island. And everybody does. They snap to. You see men are at their oars. You are three hands short. So one of you... Actually ordered... six hands short. Why? Oh my goodness. Ah, nice. <laughs> minus, minus an inspiration for that. Um, you, are, you are three crew hands short, so three of you will need to man the oars. Who would I'll, you like it to I'll be? I'll do it. I'll do it. You're Wait. Boy. Unless, we, unless I'm going to take a point of exhaustion, then that probably isn't smart. No, okay, you won't. Cool, cool. No, then I'll do it. I'll also do it. Okay. So, Adelphos and Theseus, you rush to the vacant oars that were uh, once occupied by the men who had died. Um, there's still one more vacant spot that needs an oarsman. Can I go behind <clears throat> the mass where the cells would be to do Gust of Wind? Yes, you absolutely can. Oh, nice. So, I was going to tell you to do that. Okay. Oh. You didn't. But, but we need She's one more of you guys. To be on an oar. I mean, I'm a minus one. My strength is eight. It'll only slow us down. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you see, you see one of you see the the navigator who was like the apprentice navigator, not Hixus, the second one that you guys because you chose both of up. He steps up, and I'll just say he doesn't have a negative. He just has a straight. Okay. Is that all right? Yeah. So then that leaves Alondros, Thalassa, and Callan to be um, on the stern castle with Iadorna. Oh, sorry, Thalassa, you're right behind. I'm, yes, I'm yep. to the strongest point where my wind would help the most. Okay, um, you are now probably a quarter mile away from the edge of this. And you see Iodorna turns the ship so that rather than moving parallel to the water, um, it is moving against the current as much as you can to try and keep away. And you see she begins to shout out commands. Row! 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 Row, 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 and the oars begin to dip in the water. Can yes. I can I give like uh, like a help action by you know like motivating the crew? Absolutely. Um, you, how do you do it? As as we're rowing, Theseus putting his back into the rows in rhythm with all the other crew members. He says, "Come on, men, we sail to glory." Awesome. That one hundred percent counts as a help action. Who? What is your strength score? Adelphos? Three. Three? Okay. Well, yeah, plus three. All right. Um, yours is plus three as well, right? Uh, my what? Your strength score. Yes. It's plus three? Yep. So we're going to have Adelphos roll the strength checks for the rowing crew sure. because your strength is the same, but you gave the help action. Okay. All right. Thalassa, you're going to be casting Gust of Wind. Are you going to be doing anything? <laughs> same thing as Thalassa, going with her and helping Cast Gust of Wind. You can cast it as well? Yep. It's a Triton. It's a Triton thing for one minute. Heck yeah. So, you actually have spell slots, Thalassa, mm -hmm. so you can cast it more than Vidya, than Callan can. Yep. The way I'm going to play this is you're going to, your choice 
between you two is you can either cast it at the same time, which could give you a larger boost of speed, or you can cast it for a minute, Thalassa, and once it drops, he can cast it for a minute, which will make the gust last longer. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So you're choosing between more powerful for a short amount of time or less powerful but more consistent for a longer amount of time. That's up to you guys. Alonjo, so are you doing anything to help? Um, you can give any just, number of bardics to any of these people. Yeah, th that's essentially what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to give, throughout this period of time, mm -hmm. however many rounds we go over, I'm going to give a bardic to... Um, what's her face? Iadorna. Iadorna, I can't okay. remember her name. That's alright. <laughs> to Iadorna. It's like Iadoria. Iadoria. Iadorna. Okay, so I'm going to give a bardic to her, and then one to Theseus and Adelphos. And so the way that's going to work is Adelphos will get double bardic, because he is the only one rowing for the rowing crew. Does that make sense? Because hmm. they have the same points. Yeah. Oh, oh so cause, yeah. Because ra rather than having them both roll, he's giving the help action, which will give... Alondros will... is essentially rolling for the whole crew. Okay. Right, so if you yeah. give it to both of them, he'll just get double. I mean, Adelphos. Which is good. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adelphos will get double, which is good. So, sweet. Will I roll with advantage? And you'll get to add... Are they D8s now? Yeah. Yeah, you'll get to roll two D8s as well. At your choice. You get to choose when you roll them. I'm not going to tell you what the DCs are, but you will make multiple saves to try and get out of this. And as your boat... Yes, do you have something, Calvin? Um, how... How far away from the island are we? Are the we going to go past it? No. No. You're being sucked into the yep. waterfall right now. Yeah, you're being pushed in the waterfall. And you see, as you as you get closer and closer to the waterfall, you see that the island waterfall? resides yes. at the edge of the waterfall. And so what can happen is you can get okay, yourself okay. away from the waterfall and angle your ship so that the water will push you to the island. Does that make sense? Okay. Then I one big push. Sure, Birth in a boat here, folks. You you tell you tell Iadorna that you guys want to land on the island, and so she will make that happen with her rolls. Okay. I want right. to save my gust of wind until we're close. Can you only do it once. I can only do it once. Okay. So I'll, I can do it once for one minute. Okay. So I want to save mine until we're getting close to, and then give it an extra push when we're getting close okay. to the island. Somebody roll me a d six. I'll do it. Go for it. Three. Okay. There'll be three rounds of rolling. That's it. Each okay. round will count for a minute of you trying to escape the pull of this waterfall. You are now hundreds of feet away. Dangerously close. Idorna will roll first. She is proficient in navigating vehicles, sea vehicles. And you guys can determine whether or not she uses her bardic. That's up to you. I'll tell you what she rolls. She rolled a 10. No, sorry. She rolled a 12. What's her modifier? That No, that's with her modifier. Oh, so it's Ooh. just a straight 12? Yeah, it's just a straight 12. Um, what do you think? I feel like to get out of the current. Yeah. But do we want her to use it now? Like, what if she rolls, like, a 1? I know. Yeah. Or something, you know? I say we let this on stand. Okay, so 12? We'll keep the 12. Alright. Delphos. Yeah. 
It's now your turn to roll. You get to roll with advantage. Uh, nat 20. Hey, not, with yeah. lucky, not with the lucky dice, actually. That <laughs> dice was not lucky for you last time, remember? You kept failing with it. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Um, Maybe sound what like What's the years? total? Okay. Uh, yeah, what's 23. The total? 20, no, it's a, it's a strength saving throw. 25. 25. Awesome. Um, okay. They see me roll. I was about to say that. They hate it. That's what Theseus is doing. <laughs> I've seen it. All right. And then, do you assist with your gust of wind in this moment? Are you gusting? No, I'm, I'm not. Asking I'm you holding also. mine. Gust of wind lasts a minute. I know. I'm asking you. Oh. I, um... You can choose to use one of your gust of winds right now or not. And essentially what I'm going to do is I'm going to add, I'm gonna, the gust of wind will add 10 to whatever you roll, to whatever the total roll was. In my brain, I should explain this before, there will be a large DC for you guys to beat. Combined of your numbers will be what will beat the DC or not. Does that make sense? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And so using you this can, wind will add 10. If you use two, it will add 20. You can do it once for free, and then it costs a second level spell slot after that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, so you're going to add 10 to it? Yes. Awesome. I will use my gust of wind. Okay. And that equals a total of 47. You guys needed to beat a 30. Nice. To, to beat it. And so you see, now instead of being pulled back, you are staying stationary. The boat is moving as fast as the current is pushing it, so it's not moving anywhere at this point. And you are less than 100 feet away from the edge. You did this right in time. So now Idorna will roll again. She rolled a non-natural 20. So a dirty 20. Heck yeah. Delphos, will you please roll? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Do you want to add any of your bardic to it? I don't think I will. Test of one? Yeah. How many times can you do it now after? Because it costs a second level spell slot. I think that's it. You only have one second level spell slot. Okay. So this at this point, you the boat should have won. Yeah, yeah you should, should have won. You have one. Right. Yeah, that's fine. I have two second levels, and we're both paladins. So yeah, yeah. So you have two. Yeah. Yeah. So you got two second yeah. levels. So you can cast it. You can cast it one more time. Okay. All right. And I will say, sorry, the 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 rolling with the with the d6 is a three. You need three successes. Rather than we're going to roll three times. Does that make sense? Because it doesn't make sense. Two successes, you fail once you die. Does that yeah. make sense, guys? Yeah. So if you... Yeah, they're death saves. If you succeed the next one, you win. They're literal death saves. No, like quite literally. <laughs> and you see Theseus, as you are calling out to, to your to your fellow rowers, rowing to glory, keep at it, man. You are sweating. Your muscles are aching and bulging as you are fighting this natural current, these millions of gallons of water trying to push you off the edge of the literal earth into oblivion and Adelphos, you cranking back as hard as you can, digging deep and thinking of all the times you were near death in the arena but pushing yourself a little further just rowing ferociously and you, Thalassa, casting your gust of wind enabling you to go further the ship begins to move a little bit in the forward direction, away from the edge now you're a couple hundred feet away rather than right near the edge where you were last time 
I Adorna will roll. Would you like her to roll with her bardic right now? Yeah. Since it's the last time anyway. Okay. She rolled a natural 20. What? Plus 8. There Holy. we go. Are so, you kidding me? Both? Wow. Yeah. Did we win the second one? Yes, you okay. won the second one. All right. It is your turn, Adelphos. Sorry, you won the second one. The second one was going to be 45, and you beat it. You got like 53. Well, I'm glad we are rolling well. Yeah. Oh, you can do your bardics, right? Yep, mm-hmm. now roll your two bardics, because you won't use them again after. That's almost 20. 19. 19. Plus. Do you get to add new? Oh, yeah. plus. So plus 10, so 24. Plus, yeah, 24. Plus 10? Well, because he rolled 5 with two bardic, 5 with his strength. Plus oh, so 24? So, yeah. No, I have a plus 10 strength. Alright. And then, are you Gusty you Gusto Gust Wind? Yes. Are you as well, Flossie? You have one more. Yeah, we'll do it together. Okay, so that will add 20. So you guys got 80. <laughs> and the score to beat was 60. Heck yeah. yeah. So you very much surpassed it. With everything you all have left, and you, Alondros, in the meantime... You are shouting these words of encouragement to the crew around you, directing um, and aiding with your magic, Iadorna, and her guiding the ship. Um, Using your magic to aid Adelphos with your inspirational words. You guys are able to pull free of the current, and you sail away from it far enough to where you're able to, and Iadorna gives up the command, Relief oars! And all the oars go up, and the entire crew, almost simultaneously, exhales and sighs in relief that the stress is over, your muscles drained and nearly strained and uh, torn. And then you hear Iadorna shout, We are free! We are free of the current and headed for the island! And you hear everybody cheer. And as you draw closer to this island, you see that it is a large stone island perched as if on the edge of this cliff. The waterfalls at the edge of this earth dump endlessly on either side, and you see on it a large building built of white marble with a red roof. That's cool. But the building is so large, it couldn't have been built by humans, perhaps giants. And on the far end of the island, overlooking what you now recognize, even though it's daytime, the expanse of Nyx itself across the horizon of the drop-off, you see a large tree, even bigger than the building. And as your boat pulls closer, you see docks there at the island, as if it was meant for some to visit. And as you pull your boat in, current finally alleviating when you get near the island itself. You step off the boat onto docks and realize that you have made it to Crufix's island. And that's where we'll end this session. <laughs> nice! Alright. Wow. Yep. Check us out on the after show. If you love us, check us out on Patreon. Find us uh, on, we're on TikTok. Instagram, search up PG D&D. Um, also, you can search up PG D&D Podcast, depending on what platform it is. Mm. I think 
um, Patreon is PGDD Podcast at Patreon.com. So yeah, join our Patreon so you can listen to the after show because and get access to a lot of our extra stuff like character drawings and our character sheets. We'll have posted on there. Lots of lots of cool things. So we love you guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Love you. Hey, do you love everything PGD&D? Be sure to subscribe to our TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube for consistent updates. We're also on Patreon.com for only two bucks a month. You can also get loads of exclusive content, including our after show. Thanks as always, and we'll catch you next week on PGD&D.